Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and business podcast series where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key people within the Australian pharmacy and associated healthcare industry. My guest today is Bruce Holtgren, founder at the Goya Life and creator of a world-first wellbeing app. I did a little bit of research because anything that's healthcare-related and has a technology platform attached to it you know, creates a level of interest for me. Who is Bruce Holtgren? About eight years ago, I wanted to develop a software that was everything I wish I had as an athlete. And then now for the past 30 years, everything I wish I had as a coach. So a client-coach relationship or athlete-coach relationship management software. And then it kind of grew to a a full-bodied well-being, wellness experience where everyone talks about athletes and coaches and X's and O's, but it always comes back to mindset and what's happening between the ears. I struggle with that. And we all know someone probably in, in our own heads right now, we're talking about, yeah, that's me, that little voice in your head. So I started developing Goya, which stands for get off your ass because you've got to have fun. So when I put the the fundamental things together of you're in the middle and I want to have you know goals and tasks and calendars and all those sort of things, I then showed it to a friend of mine who was a teacher and she goes, we could really use this in school. And then I went, oh, okay. And then I showed it to a person who's in business and they said, we could really use this in business. And then I happened to show someone who's involved in men's health and they said, we could really use this in our program. So we've now got four versions. So sport, men, learn for schools and connect for business. Excellent. And I think that was what attracted my interest in this as well, because from my history, managing national teams that are spread across the countryside, Mm -hmm. a lot of my time was split between managing the company expectations or the brand expectations, and also, I guess, coaching, mentoring and supporting members of my team, which could have been located across the countryside from Perth to Queensland to to Tasmania. I relate that then back to the technology platform. One of my challenges was always getting an understanding of where a person might have been at a particular time of day to, to offer the appropriate support that they needed that day. And I think that's what I liked about the app that you've shown me is that mm-hmm. the, the app allows someone in another location interstate to just give me a, a very quick snapshot on a particular day that lets me know where they're at, if, if they've had a good day, if they've started well, if they're actually struggling, it would then actually change the way I would support that person, which was what interested me. So can we talk about how the app works itself? Absolutely. One of the first things we realised when we're developing this was, if you're a coach and an athlete in a, let's call it a high performance, and you've got that athlete for two hours a week face-to-face, that's 4% of their awake time. And it's like, what happens to the other 96%? So the whole idea was, how can we help this person remotely 24-7? They know that someone cares and that they belong somewhere, so they're part of the tribe. And when we get them to check in through a, a wellbeing survey, whether it's a good morning survey or end of day reflection or what's on for tomorrow. It's about checking in so they know that someone's got their back. And what we found a lot in business is people talk about, 
oh, mental health and there's something wrong. It's like, no, no, mental health is about health. Like, where are we at with this? Let's make sure that we're good to go. And if there are any little things that we need to deal with, prevention is always better than cure. So if they've had a crappy day, which everyone's going to have, it's like, let's give them some guidance and advice and play on. The golden rule that we work on, there's only two places where you need to win, war and surgery. Apart from that, it's just play on and ride the roller coaster. Yeah. In the team thing that you mentioned about with nationally, we've built it in so all these triggers and reminders and push notifications where you can literally set it up to be customized for a specific person to send them a little reminder to do this. So it's just, it's there in their pocket. It's affected an app on your smartphone, which, you know, everyone carries mm -hmm. these days. And, and I think, again, if I just reinforce that point is that when I was managing a national team, we had corporate business tasks and objectives that were pushed out or, or discussed or communicated in a team meeting on a daily, weekly basis. So everyone potentially knew exactly what, what our priorities or our tasks were and what the objectives that we were, were looking to improve on. But I, I'll come back again and I'll mention the fact that certainly from a team leadership point of view, whilst that consumed a lot of time, there was also a significant chunk of time spent coaching and mentoring the team, which is, is just as important. So to me, this app would sit beside the corporate objectives and whether within a large organisation, you know, you mentioned that uh, near you is a, an AMCAL. So if we took Sigma as the example, within a large organisation like Sigma, which is spread across you know, massive divisions and brands in their group, it could become actually part of their HR cultural activity that a leader has this app connectivity to their team on a daily basis that just lets them know that their day is going okay or actually a confused face that says, actually, I'm not really sure where I'm at today. And I think, again, if I, if I go back to my within a week or within a month, but, but you never really knew if someone needed support on a daily basis. I, I always left the doors open for someone to ring me if they needed to, but you kind of got a good gut sense as to where everyone was at. In some cases, you'd have to agree that you know people don't necessarily want to chat on the phone about what's just gone wrong, but they certainly would like to let someone know that, hey, I've just had a really bad experience, maybe chat later on today. And ultimately... This simplicity of this app is what would let me, as the team leader, know that. That's the that's the example. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of, of how that worked in a moment. But for someone like Sigma, you could have someone in, in headquarters. You can break down each of the member groups into teams if you want. So let's say you've got Victoria. You can then have different pharmacies that are, are their own little teams yep. as well. And then from within that, you can then also get that pharmacy they can get their customer or their client to use yep. it or patient as a reminder to go, you need to take your medication on this day, this day, and this day, yep. this time. Because, you know, in some cases it's life and death. So there's that reminder in their pocket. A classic example of not wanting to talk about it, but have that communication platform. We did a trial at the under 18 national basketball championships about 18 months ago. We've got these young referees in a, in a high pressure environment. On the very first morning on the Good Morning Survey, one of the referees wrote, had a really bad night, didn't sleep well, feeling really anxious. Now, he put that in his comment, put it in his Good Morning Survey. Now, the beauty of what happened was that the manager of the referees saw this young guy walking down the hallway before his first game, and they just looked at each other and nodded. And he says, I'll get yeah. you back. Like, <clears throat> I hear you. I see you. And then I spoke to that referee at the end of the week, so not a word had to be said. And then... At the end of the week, I spoke to that referee about, hey, what was that like being able to do that without having to have the conversation? And he goes, such a relief because I expressed it. I let him know how I felt. I didn't have to eyeball anybody, but we we're on and, the same and, page. And it was just like... Yeah, that, that person yeah. effectively knew that, that the message had been received and, mate, I, we're not going to talk now, but I, I know where you're at. And if you need me, 
here I am kind of thing. And yep. and certainly, again, if I come back to that, I, I talk about it from a national team management point of view, but the other example that comes to mind is that if a pharmacist or a group of pharmacists owns a group of pharmacies that could be in Geelong as an example, or actually could be a group of pharmacies spread mm-hmm. within Victoria, or could be a group of pharmacies spread across interstate. When you're dealing yep. with that number of people and certainly the managers, then particularly that pharmacy group, you look at something like this as simple as with their leadership team in each pharmacy. So it might be their senior pharmacists, mm-hmm. it might be their retail managers, it, it might be someone the stock controls, but it's, a, it's the key leadership team within each pharmacy location. So again, often the opportunity to do like a check on people as to where they're at, you know, is 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 often hard because the pressures of business to actually get other things done is is the problem. To to have, as I said, whether it was a national team like I used to manage or a pharmacy group with with management teams across multiple locations, this would again just open up the opportunity in a very quiet, subtle, and I'll call it easy manner. Because the the yep, example that definitely. you showed me of the app was that it was very easy. I didn't have to sit there and type a great diatribe. I just had to simply click mm. a, a smiley face that everything was okay. The the questions that you mentioned before, yep. you've got a, I guess a, a template of questions. But if there was a particular business like unit that wanted a specific set of questions each day, they could be actually white labeled or, or, or customized for that particular business unit. So it could be two questions. It could be six yep. questions. You, If you can, I might just also reiterate that point you used before. Originally, when you and I spoke about this, we were talking about team management. I like the example Mm -hmm. you've given me today about a pharmacy. So pharmacists and their teams are very connected to their community, very connected to their their patient-client customers. There's a couple of programs out there now that pharmacies use to interact with their clients, particularly around script reminders and your script's ready. But you're right, I don't think there's anything out there today that says... Mrs. Smith, at 10 o'clock today, you were meant to take this particular drug. Have you done that? And and again, I'm, I'm going to work on the basis that Mrs. Smith, who, who's probably got a smartphone these days, could just simply click tick, um, mm-hmm. yeah, all, all good. Or actually, if, if the pharmacist doesn't get that tick and, and then someone gives that customer a call, hey, is everything okay? Now, we're not looking, I guess, as this is a workaround, but people have got to kind of self-manage. But again, there's a lot of lonely individual people out there that pharmacies deal with every day that this could actually just create another mm-hmm. level of interaction that could be really good for that client's welfare that, and that's and health and welfare and that's really what this is about isn't it it's it's making it's using a technology yeah. platform to take a maybe everything's okay i haven't really got the time to make the phone call but i don't really know to actually opening up this opportunity for someone to just send you a very simple smiley face which you can quickly look at that says yeah you know across my 15 customers in this area Fourteen of them are okay, but she's that you know, that one actually hasn't come back with a smiley face. So um, I or someone from the team will give them a call. And how powerful is that in terms of your connectivity with your pharmacy team? Absolutely, and it and it's all automated. So everything is white labelled. So if we do have a group, it's literally your app. So with your branding, your logos, and just down the bottom of the menu, it says Powered yeah. by Goya. That's it. Because we want you to be the hero of yeah. the story. And then if you talk to anyone who's been in that lonely mental health space of something wrong, there's typically two things that are missing in their world. Do I belong somewhere and does someone yeah. care? This is what Goya does. Because when I was 17, I was on the verge of not seeing the next yeah. day. The only thing that stopped me was I couldn't do it to my parents. And so going back into that and saying, where was I and, and how do I stop other people getting into yeah. that? It's about we've built in a communication tool that if you do have a team like Sigma that's got thousands of people, someone can send out a message to all those thousands, but only the sender can see the, the reply. Mm-hmm. So it's not group yeah. chat. It's a bully-free yeah. zone. There's a private journal. And then the task setting, 
you can set that for individuals or you can set it for, for groups or teams and set goals for everybody as well. So you can literally give someone a place to manage their life away from social media and then take yeah. that with and, them. And again, uh, this isn't focused on the corporate goals and you know financial operational objectives of the business. Mm. This, which is very important, uh, ha has been important for a long time, but even more you know, uh, noticeably important today is that the well-being of the individual. And, and if I can, I'll, I'll use your sports example, and that is that an, an elite mm. athlete has to be in the right physical and mind space to actually perform. We, we see that all the time these days. And really, there's no reason that that doesn't also transfer back into a business scenario. If you've got someone out in the, in the field uh, on the road, if their head and body are in the right place, then they actually can have a successful day. And from a business perspective, you might achieve the business goals sooner. But if that person's not in the right head space and not in the right place in that particular day, then it actually could be a very unproductive day. So so, so there's some really good business lists, yeah. I guess, coming throughout all, all of this. What about the case if we did look at the big business scenario, you know, multiple people across teams, how do you manage the fact that some people within a team might see this as, as obtrusive you know, within their life? I don't need this kind of thing. So is that is that manageable within the group as well? Yeah, I'll share that our, our first big client is a company that's listed on the New York Stock Exchange, and they're currently using it across Australia and New Zealand, and they're about to take the software up into to Asia and then up into yes. the US. So we're already, we're already in nine languages, and you'll have people that won't want to engage in this. And, like, that's just human nature. So all we do is we say, look, we just want you to do one thing. It's a six-question survey to say good morning just to check yep. in. Just get in the habit of that. And now it's got nothing to do with your work performance. It's like, how did I sleep? I've got a plan for the day ahead, et cetera, et cetera. So whatever you want to be in those surveys, and you can have as mm -hmm. many as you like. So the ones that have a little bit of pushback, you can literally say that there's obviously something going mm -hmm. on with them where there's a barrier to yep. entry. And we've got some programs coming out that are free that they can actually gently help people along to go, let's find out where that blockage mm -hmm. is without being a full yep. counsellor. But this, the simple rule of thumb is the managers that I've spoken to since and, and the businesses basically say, you have to do this good morning survey because this is what we need to do to make sure that you're yep. okay. Everything else is your business. Then you must do this six-question survey that takes less yes. than two minutes. And that's the, that's the easiest way that. to And, and again, it. if say that back to you from my perspective, there was a point in time mm -hmm. where I had probably a team of 50-odd people reporting to me. There was there was intermediary managers. So if I break it down to, say, 12, you know, I didn't necessarily have the time mm -hmm. each morning to ring 12 people and check if you're okay. And an email, a group yep. email, would be very obtrusive, so I wouldn't necessarily do that. I mentioned to you before, you know, I, I wish this app had been available 10 years ago because ultimately, instead of me worrying me about, hey, I can't make these phone calls, I kind of just hope everyone's okay, within a couple of minutes I can have a snapshot that says uh, 10 of my, my team are okay, one's having a, a, obviously not a great day, and one actually hasn't replied. So, again, I'm not now trying to manage a whole lot of information i'm actually just managing two very important chunks of information so there's potentially two phone calls i have to make yep. hey you haven't replied this morning i'm just checking that you're okay if it's just a case of time management i'm all good with that but i'm just again i'm just checking that you're okay and then the other one a little bit later on the day a text message that simply says hey is your day got any better and, and that's that point that you made before it doesn't have to be a big conversation if someone wants to chat they know they can this is really just using the technology platform to let me know that everyone's okay or they've told me that they're okay so don't interrupt them or that no someone's having a yep. bad day and, it, and you're right I think that the more you use that and you get that to become part of the day 
then if someone sees it as being obtrusive, well, then they can just answer that everything's okay to every question. Just tick the list and, and keep going kind of thing. But again, a good, lead, yeah, a good leader will soon see through that pretty quickly anyway as well. So. Yeah, and it's things like, how are you today? Well, I'm crap. I didn't sleep well. You know, my kid's been up yeah. sick all night or the dog died or, so, you know, something happened. It's like you just need to know that that person's had a rough night or a rough day and you're there to support them. Mm, go from there. Yep. Bruce, we're coming to the end of our mm. time. And so just while you check your list mm -hmm. of if there's anything else that we haven't covered off, I think what I liked about this was that when we first interacted, I was actually able to go onto your website and book a 15-minute step-through of the platform. It may not necessarily make sense to everyone straight away, but if someone listening today is really being challenged by their team and managing their team and managing the productivity of their team, we'll include the links to your website and also to your contact details in the show notes for this podcast. Yeah. Having said all of that, was there anything else on your list that uh, we haven't covered off that we thought we should have? Without sounding salesy, once you see the software and how it works, then you'll know if it's right for yes. you or not. I've shown some people and they've gone, no, that's not for us. It's like, yeah. good, make that decision. But once you see the simplicity and, and how it can be change to your specs and what you need most people just go okay this is awesome let's, let's, let's go so <clears throat> conversation is free with me what you see is what yeah. you get so this is pretty much how i talk yeah. and as you and i discussed it's let's just take you through it yeah. bruce uh, thanks for your time today as i've mentioned all along to our listeners You're anything that's related to pharmacy healthcare, and the technology interaction that helps you know improve things we're certainly happy to chat and i've been really impressed with this one so uh, you, you've certainly got me as an advocate for it as well now because i think it's great in today's age thank you uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. See ya. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers, and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.